John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, it's me, Ed Peterson. Oh, hi, Ed. It's me, John Kilchicka. Oh, how are you, John? Uh, pretty good. Great. I have not been abducted yet. Yeah, great. Where are we recording from? Beautiful West Seattle, Washington in... Yeah. The United States of America. USA. Uh-huh. That's great. What are we going to talk about? Oh, man. I want to believe. I have thoughts about this guitar, but maybe other thoughts that are just tangentially related, but not really related to the guitar. You know what I mean? The truth is out there. That's an X-Files thing for you know some of the younger folks listening there are no younger folks listening the x-files was a tv show with fox Mulder, right and that was his thing i want to believe in ufos what do we talk about we talk about guitars mostly we've talked about basses in the past sure effects yep amps yep it's wide ranging aliens that's right crop circles that's right conspiracy theories in general What we're trying to say is the high gain is left fielding from here out. Every episode is going to be exclusively about conspiracy theories, QAnon, 5G. Should we tell the people about the two houses in our neighborhood, the next door neighbors? Sure. There's one guy who has power washed his driveway with the where we go, one we go all Mm -hmm. acronym. Yep. QAnon. Yeah. His next door neighbor, right up against the bushes that separate the houses, has a political yard sign Yep, that says, Wu-Tang is forever. Yeah. In red, white, and blue. Right. But the conspiracy dude, there's also a big American flag, I believe, hanging upside down. In the window? In the window. There's a big QAnon sign. So they're like straight up cures. It's kind of equidistant between John and me. Yeah. I'm on Team Wu-Tang. Yes. Okay, good. 
Beverages. That's right, Ed. Beverages. What do you got, John? What do I got? What do you got? I got lemonade because it's wholesome. Uh-huh. And also black coffee. I got black coffee again. I couldn't find the crow mug. If you fucking dropped the crow mug. It's somewhere. Okay. And it's definitely not broken. No. I've also got a Partake Brewing IPA. It's uh, another one of those non-alcoholic, but Partake. It's not like the athletic boys have beat a path to our door. Right. Exactly. Like, shout out athletic? Sure. Hey, how about shout out Partake Brewing? What is your assessment? It's lighter, maybe? Right. How's your lemonade? Tart. Yeah. And refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got there, John? I've got a Jackson. Uh Uh-huh. It is a Roswell Rhodes. That thing is sick. (laughs) Oh, that was cool. (laughs) One pickup, one, is it volume knob? Volume knob. Yeah. Do you see the shape of the volume knob? Oh, it's a UFO. It's a UFO. Hell yes, it is. Yeah. Crop circle inlays. Yep. Oh, come on. It's an aluminum body. Yep. Aluminum headstock. Do you think the shape of the body looks like anything in particular? It's a little bit like Commander James T. Kirk's badge on a Star Trek uniform. Oh, I get it, John. I get where they're going with all of this. I didn't. Oh, really? Sorry. So who told you? Somebody at the shop. Okay. The Thunder Road Guitar Shop. ThunderRoadGuitars.com? Yeah, that's them. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were kind enough to loan us this. Man, this is like an original 95, 97, something like that? This is 96. 96, okay. Yes. I think they were only made a couple years, right? Yes. I have a soft spot for this thing. There's a lot of guitars that kind of come and go like, oh, this thing was only made for two years and it just went away because no one cared. I remember this guitar coming out. I think at the time it was clearly too much money for me to even in any crazy world consider buying it. But I think I kind of wanted one. It's a really dumb guitar and I love it. Period. The end. Sounds killer. It just rips out of the box. Rips. You know what I have the tone set to? Nothing, because there isn't one. Hell yes. Should we do the briefest of overviews on... Oh, Jackson? Does Fender own them now? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. We've done Jackson, and you're going to tell me stuff, and I'm going to go like, oh, right, it's those guys. Okay, I'll give you the briefest of overviews. It was the early 70s. Okay. And our man Wayne Charvel... Uh-huh, right. ...was working at Fender. Mm-hmm. He was refinishing guitars and recovering amps. Doing a great job. Yeah, of course he was. By 74, he gets enough money to open up his own shop. Right. Charvel's Guitar Repair in Azusa, California. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? Azusa. Okay. He was becoming known for custom finishes and parts manufacturing, stuff like that. It was the build-your-own era. Yep. One of the guys he worked with was Grover Jackson. Grover's a cool-ass name. It's pretty cool. Yeah. 
And they were building eventually whole guitars there for people. Yeah. But then for some reason, Wayne wanted out, so he sold the whole deal to Grover. He kept the Charvel name. Right. The name of it was Charvel Manufacturing. That guitar is so sick you're holding. Super sick. Uh-huh. Between the two of them, they're credited with developing what we know today as the Super Strat style. For sure. A lot of those flashy graphics, the unfinished maple neck, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then all sorts of custom hardware. Medley. Custom medley boy. Yeah. And then in 1980, Grover Jackson has a fateful meeting. Uh-oh. He meets Randy Rhodes. Guitar player Randy Rhodes. Yes. And Randy Rhodes wants a guitar to go with the polka dot V mm -hmm. that was built by Carl Sandoval. Yeah. Randy felt as if that guitar was not pointy enough. Yeah, come on. Not pointy enough. This is the advent of the hella pointy. Randy Rhodes birthed pointy guitars. More pointy, please. Yep. So they did that. And when Grover finished it, he put just his own name on it, Jackson. I think that's when everybody was like, well, what's that? Uh-huh. He did it because he thought it might fail. I can't put Jackson Charvel on here because if it fails, my buddy Wayne, who sold me this whole company, will be pissed off and the company will go under. It'll be a whole thing. I'll just put my own name on it. Nobody will know. Oh, so that was the first Jackson guitar? Yeah. Okay. So I had a friend in 95, 96, 97... My normal peer group is poor. You're eating ramen and you're hoping to have beer money. Mm, ramen. You know, those days, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And then you have your friend group who maybe for whatever reason has wealth. And I was like, oh my God, have you seen that guitar? That guitar is so awesome. I think even at that point, it was an ironic thing that I liked. At this point with this guitar... It's 180. And now I just unironically like this guitar. Anyway, generational wealth dude bought one. Oh, yeah, that is cool. I'm going to go buy that. I don't remember how much it was. We're going to not get to that today. Oh. Because you know what? What? I cannot find how much it was new. Okay. Make it as bassy as it can go. Okay, I'm going to play up on the uh -huh. neck. as trebly as it can go. Great. Yeah. I love it. That's it. One volume. This pickup is a Tom Holmes pickup. Do you think that when this thing was brand new, that pickup was shiny? Yes. So good. Yeah. Because this guitar's 25, 26, 27 years old. Our example is from 1996. 26 years old. Are you sure? Yeah. Early 1990s. Mm-hmm. Jackson has the head of marketing. I want to know about this guy. His name is Charles Perino. Has he come up before? No. Chucky e. P. Chuck P. Okay. He's a marketing director. And uh -huh. he had a dream. Okay. An actual, I'm asleep, look at me, I'm having a dream. I love it. About... A new wacky guitar ship. Mm -hmm. As it happens, probably no surprise, he was a big science fiction fan. Great. So he gets together with his buddy Tom Wilson, the plant manager. Okay. Man, you're never going to believe this, Tom. I had this dream last night about a new guitar ship. 
Tom was probably like, great. This is going to mean more work for me, isn't it? How much would you love when a conversation with a coworker starts? Let me tell you about this dream I had last night. Yeah. At that point, it's just like, I do not want to hear about your weird ass dream. Oh man, I had the weirdest dream last night. You were in it. (laughs) Maybe Tim felt like, I guess I got to listen to this. Yeah. Charles was probably like science fiction, UFOs, whatever, Mm -hmm. guitars. Can we do something with that? This feels like a conspiracy theory guitar to me. At that time, 96, 97, you do have The X-Files. The movie The Men in Black came out, but there was a meninblack.com that had existed since the early days of the internet. It was a conspiracy website. I read a shit ton of conspiracy theory shit. Back in the late 80s, early 90s, into this period. And then it all got very, very popular right when this guitar came out. That does not surprise me in the least. But I have no specifics about what was going through Charles Perino's brain. But our man Tim, the plant manager, Mm -hmm. started sketching out various ideas in AutoCAD. Okay. Okay, I'll see if I can come up with something. And he came up basically with this shape. Some people see James Kirk's badge. Yep. But essentially, it's as if you took a Randy Rhodes mm-hmm. model, the pointy Randy Rhodes. Yep. And instead of making straight lines, make them curved. Look at a Star Trek badge. Yep. And look at this. It is the Star Trek badge yep. guitar form. Maybe Tim in his head is thinking, I designed a curvier Randy Rhodes. And Charles in his head is like, cool, Star Trek badge. You know, you can go back in time and you can figure out what the lottery numbers are. You know, kill Hitler. You can go do whatever it is. I just want to go back in time and listen to this conversation about the making of this guitar. Did he tell him, make it like the Star Trek badge? As far as I know, that is lost to history. That's why we need time machines. We totally So we can go back and hear him say, no, it had a UFO knob. It was shaped like (laughs) the Star Trek badge. It had crop circle inlays. You're not listening to me, Tim. Right? Maybe I need to find a plant manager who listens better. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Roswell, New Mexico. We know that as the scene of the Roswell incident. Yes. In 1947. Right. But it is also the location to this day Uh of the International UFO Museum and Research Center. Right. And I feel compelled now... Uh Uh-huh. To apologize. For going there? Yes. Why? I maybe did not take it as seriously as it deserves (laughs) to be taken. Monica and I were driving across country. Uh Uh-huh. And we stopped at the UFO museum. Uh Uh-huh. We thought, oh, this will be great. We know that they care about UFOs and we're going to go in and try to educate ourselves. We fashioned ourselves a couple of tinfoil hats. Oh, sure. And we put them on. Uh Uh-huh. And Monica had a little baby doll that we'd gotten at a flea market or something. Uh She put a tinfoil hat on the baby doll. Sure. And we went in. And they loved it. They were appalled. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an older man now. Mm Mm-hmm. And I realize that all that stuff is totally true. (laughs) (laughs) The UFO stuff. They had a room with a recreation of the alien autopsy in it. Mm Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yeah. Also, I know now, true. Uh huh. They had all kinds of true facts like that. 24 year old me didn't want to know. Right. No. But I'm 55 now, Ed. Uh huh. I know stuff. 
Yeah. So I, I apologize mean, to the fine folks at the International UFO Museum and Research Center because they have a library there. Oh. This guitar. Yeah. It's meant to be smacked. Our man, Tim Wilson, the plant manager. He hears this dream. Yeah. And he builds it. Does he build it out of wood? There must have been a prototype or two. I thought you might be asking me about this. Oh. They weren't necessarily equipped to machine an entire guitar right. out of aluminum. Uh-huh. So they got the bodies CNC'd and the headstocks uh-huh. by Numericon Ooh. in the San Fernando Valley. What do they make? They make the black goo that comes out of people in the X-Files. The smoking man works there. That's an X-Files yeah. reference, John. Good work. Yeah. So they were hollowed out out of a solid block of aluminum. Uh-huh. Once they were hollowed out and they put the plates on the back, yep. this thing's about eight and a half, nine pounds. It's not bad. Light, less Paul weight. Right, exactly. It's not 11. Once they did everything they needed to do inside, put plates on the back and screwed it down. Yep. That was the Numericon guys. They do good work. The bodies were clear anodized. You know about anodizing? Is that when you dip the thing in the electricity? Yeah. Ever see carabiner clips that are all different colors? Mm-hmm. Those are anodized. Yep. The color permeates the metal. The reason you would anodize clear in this case mm-hmm. is because straight aluminum mm-hmm. tarnishes. You buy a cheap ring. Cheap ring leaves a black ring around your finger. Yeah. Interestingly? Yeah. Maybe just as a curiosity, this is RSW058. That is to say, our example Mm -hmm. is the 58th one made. Oh. The one immediately before it. Yeah, 57. 57. Yeah. Is the one and only one they ever made where they anodized it in a color. Oh. Gold. So our man Tim made a prototype. You're right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's all they were going to do. Okay. It'll be an eye catcher. Like the White Falcon. Yep. We'll take it to Nam and it'll freak people out. They built the prototype in 1995, and they took it to NAM in 96. Mm-hmm. People went nuts. They love it. I want to buy this. I watch The X-Files. It's a cool show. This has crop circles. I'm into UFOs right now because The Men in Black is coming out, and Will Smith, he's cool. Well, Ed, the prototype that they brought to NAM mm-hmm. went over like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted one. They shot pictures of it. They put it on the front page of their catalog. Mm-hmm. I guess we should make them. How many should we make? I don't know how many people want this thing, boss. Well, a lot of people said stuff at NAM, so they thought, let's make them in batches. Mm-hmm. We'll make them in batches of like 15, 20 instruments, Ooh. and we won't make another batch until that one sells out. That way we won't overcommit and overextend ourselves. Mm-hmm. So they did that for 126 instruments. Okay. But there are only 123 of these in existence. Why is that? For some reason, two of them, Mm -hmm. they made in wood. So in the middle of the run, they're like, yeah, let's make a couple out of wood. In the middle of the run? Okay. So we don't really count those as true aluminum because they weren't. But they had the crop circle in the same shape. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And then at the end of the run, they made a miscellaneous one. After they decided, let's just be done. Yeah. Somebody must have just squeezed out another wood one. So you subtract the three wooden ones. Okay. And you get 123 actual aluminum-bodied Roswells in existence. Okay. That includes the prototype. Right. We don't know how much it was, but I remember at the time, 
these were very expensive. I wish I knew too. Yeah. If anybody knows, email us. Sure. Do you want to know the significance of the crop circle inlays? Yeah. Okay. Lay it on me. There is none. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> 95. Mm-hmm. What kind of internet do we have in 95? They downloaded pictures of crop circles and sent them off to the people who laser cut the inlays. Sure. And we should probably shout them out because they're cool dudes. Yeah. That work was given to Dwight England of Custom Inlay in Kentucky. That's awesome. The tuners on here are barrel tuners. Yep. Gearless barrel tuners. I don't know what that means exactly. It means the string goes into the end of the barrel. Uh Uh-huh. And gets kind of wound around a post. Okay. I don't claim to understand it. Oh, they sit totally right on top. No gears. Love it. The work of that was given to Bill Turner over at LSR Tuners in Chino, California. They could have off-the-shelf tunered this thing. You know. I don't think so, because our man Charles Perino, he had a goddamn dream. Right, had... exactly. His dream, I can guarantee you, it had like chupacabras, it had crop circles, it had Captain Kirk fighting that lizard dude, it had X-Files stuff. It had right? everything, yeah. And that's what he told the designer guy. Tim. Tim. I'm sure he relayed all of that. Very cool. I told you about that Tom Holmes pickup with the nickel top that's tarnished over the years. Yep. Why did they use that? I don't know. No reason. <laughs> they were putting together the prototype, and that's what they had lying around in the shop. That seems crazy. I could see them putting a little more thought than, like, what's that pickup? Grab it. I'm sure they like, knew it was a Tom Holmes pickup. If they're doing that much attention to detail. It was the prototype. It wasn't meant to go in production. This will look great at NAM. Yep. Did the prototype have the tuners? Yeah. And they weren't going to go to production with it. You know those handsome boys? Yeah. Mm, Are they Australian? They played these. Really? So now you really want one. that's so fucking cool. That's so (laughs) great. Why do I want to play it? Because that's the guitar Hanson plays. That's so killer. The Hanson kids, like, what are they, 60 now? They're probably, yeah. (laughs) Sure. You could kill someone with this guitar. (laughs) Yeah. More so than with the wooden version. Yeah. And it'd kill a fella. You know, if you get one of these, Ed, Mm -hmm. we expect you to act responsibly. Yeah. There's a reason they discontinued lawn darts. Exactly. This thing is dangerous. I can almost guarantee you they would not let you take this guitar on a plane. Right? They would look at that as you're walking through boarding. So keep that in mind, viewers. If you want this, that's cool. Right. But you might not be able to ever fly again. This thing will put you on a list. Yeah. You gotta try it. Try and decide. Is it hello or goodbye? Goodbye or goodbye? It's made out of aluminum, Ed. Mm-hmm. It answers a lot of your questions about what's going on behind the curtain. Right. The Jackson Roswell Rhodes. Buy or deny? Oh, come on, buy. I could not afford this guitar in 96, 97, and I wanted one. Now, it's 30 years later, Uh and I still can't afford it. The world is a terrible place. But yes, this is a buy. 
there's probably an economy car on a lot that you could buy for about as much as this thing goes for. Oh, definitely. But yeah, I love it. I think it's just stupid and dumb and crop circles. And it reminds me of a friendlier time when you could talk about conspiracy yeah. theories and not end up storming the Capitol building. What about you, Bye. This is a straight up deny. Come on. Have I had fun with our little uh, conspiracy exercise <laughs> and playing this shreddy hot pickup and all of that? Oh, yeah. It's really fun to play. Uh-huh. Do I want or would I buy? No. <laughs> and that's on. before I even get to the price tag. Right. No. The deny is my job, John. Tables flipped. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm just kind of staring at it and shaking my head. Well. Pictures? Do I even need to say it? We're going to take lots of pictures of yeah, this. Yeah, this one for sure. Yeah, all over the Instagrams. It's going to be nutty. Yeah, and you guys can decide if you would buy it. Oh. It is fun to look at, that's for damn sure. It's fun. Yeah. We don't get a lot of fun guitars here. You hush your mouth. Really? This thing screams fun from stem to stern. Miles away. Right. Okay. We are members of the Ruinous Media Network of music-related podcasts, Ed. Yeah. The fine content providers over there, even though they have seen fit to not invite us to any kind of summer picnic. Mm-hmm. They're great guys. They think we're cool. Yeah, and we love them. They're great. A lot yeah. of great shows on the Ruinous Media Network. Sure. You should all go check it out. And if you got the Patreon, mm -hmm. come check out the high gain. You might like it. I was taking another gulp of this Partake Brewing. Okay, well, I'm going to let you digest that. Okay. And then we'll see you next week? Yeah, I think I'll be here. That sounds good. Cool. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.